Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. Yay! Yay! I actually don't even know what episode this is. I think it's 131. Wow, that's pretty prime. 131. Yeah. It's divisible by numbers. Yes, and itself, which is weird. Anyway, um, this is, like I said, the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast, episode 131 apparently. So we're going to kick straight into it. Matt and I have been um, doing other stuff apart from, you know, gaming. Uh, played a few little games here and there, but Matt decided to go off and, uh, you know, become part of the aristocrat and go get married. Yes, well, actually, we haven't... This is like the first podcast in like six weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, yeah, because what happened... Uh, so in the beginning it was like getting ready for the wedding and then you were just hectic with work yep and then i quit um, you quit your job i got married and then i got horrifically sick and i got a new job if if this um if this podcast sounds a bit dodgy at parts it's because i've had to cut out me coughing my lungs out yeah so as per normal if there's something wrong with this podcast we are blaming matt yeah yeah and feel free to send us an email about it yeah. Or don't, whatever. Yeah, probably do. Um, there's been actually some... Probably for the best. Something that's happened today, live. No, not really. Um, but today, as we're recording, our good friend Carl, the Lyrical, has released a full album on, oh, nice. on Spotify. I that was today. Yeah, so if you get the opportunity, anybody who's out there, go and have a listen to that album because uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's new and it's banging. It's the newness. Yeah. Yeah, so just go and look up the lyrical on Spotify and have a listen. And enjoy your ear hole entertainment. Exactly. So, without further ado, adieu, let's know. let's talk about some games. Yay! <laughs> Yay! There's actually, um, we had our six-week hiatus at the perfect time because there was like, fuck all games coming out, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah it was good. But... Uh, there was a couple, and a couple of really good ones actually, although not uh, not massive ones. The first one that I'm going to talk about is I got two to to review here, and then we'll I don't know we'll talk about some other shit. Yeah. So Flipping Death is from Zoink Games, and they're the guys who made Stick It to the Man, which came out in 2013. Oh yeah. Which uh, I don't know if you remember much about that it was like this sort of 2d side scrolling thing where you had a hand that came out of your brain oh yeah yeah i remember that and wow. you like used it to interact with the shit and whatever. Hand. it was really hey a sticky hand yeah it was like a sticky hand it was really a kind of weird art style and very weird sense of humor but funny as fuck also and really cool so um they've come out with a new game flipping death same exact art style, which is cool, and the same sort of weird writing, which is also cool because uh, I think with games like this, you really need to have a strong script or strong writing to for it to stand up on. Yeah, true. So the idea of Flipping Death is, so you play this main character named Penny, 
and she's a bit of a character and then she dies in a car crash bugger and she comes back as a ghost and she's wandering around and she has no idea what the hell she's doing because she's only just become a ghost and she runs into death after talking to a few other ghosts who tell her that she's a ghost cool she comes up to a ghost who's arguing with death and death sees her and goes who are you what are you doing here and she starts to talk and death's like oh you're the new temp it's been like 300 million years since i got to have a vacation i can finally go on a vacation <laughs> so, nice. so then so then he gives penny death powers and then he just fucks off cool and and she's like uh what uh, I don't know what I'm doing. And so basically the main gameplay mechanic of the game is uh, the ability to flip between the land of the living and the land of the dead. Oh. So is the land of the living it, like got anything to do with the Liberal Party? Mm, why? Because <laughs> they're kind of fucked. Should be dead. Anyway, keep going. Yes. Because <laughs> um, so... Uh, the way it it literally flips as you're playing as well, like when you decide to go between the different worlds. But basically, the way it works is you'll be wandering around on one side. Uh, say you're in the land of the dead, and all the people around you are ghosts, and you'll see these sort of silhouettes, and they're people in the real in the land of the living. And so, if you go up to them, you hold down triangle, you can possess them. Cool. And then you can go, it flips to the other world when you possess them and you can press L1 to read their thoughts, which is always, it's done, like it serves no fucking purpose except to be funny. Yeah. Because they, um, they talk to you like you're their conscience. Oh, wow, cool. Um, but then, so each character that you can possess has a different ability. So say there's a lumberjack and if you possess him, he carries an axe around. As and as do. you sort of walk with him. Yeah, mm. as you walk with him, he swings the axe around. So if you if there's something for a puzzle that you need to cut, you need to sort of possess that guy and walk over to it and be swinging the axe around. Yeah. Or if uh, there's a guy named Poke Man who pokes things. <laughs> Adequately <laughs> named like, then. Yeah, he's a superhero who pokes stuff. He's a, like got a cape and a super stretchy arm. Cool. So if you need to sort of activate something that's out of reach you use him and poke stuff or the dentist has a drill that he swings around so each of the characters have a different reason for you to want to um yeah use possess them, them. Mm. and as you get through each of the levels there's various different challenges that you have to solve using the right characters and you can flip back and forth between the land of the living and the land of the dead so for example, something you might be you might not be able to pass something in the land of the living, but you will be in the land of the dead. So, cool. Like it adds this sort of extra layer to it. Yeah. And they're they're parallel to each other. So, things that are in the real world are reflected in the living the land of the dead as well. So, for example, in the first level, there's a big house right on a hill. And then if you go to the land of the dead, that house is actually a giant house-shaped monster. Shit. So there's sort of that little bit of parallel between the worlds, which makes it mm. pretty interesting and funny as well. Bit of Stranger Things um, going on there. Yeah, it's very odd. Mm. But it's really, like I said, it's really well, well written. Um, there's also ghost card collectibles, which you can get, which are just like, they don't really do anything. They're just something for completionists, I guess. But each chapter has different challenges. And as you complete each challenge, you get these ghost cards. But they're like half of them are optional. So it might be like 
Um, there's a guy with a trumpet that you can possess, and if you play the trumpet near people, they start following you on the first level. Wow. And so his one of the challenges is to get three people to fo- be following you while you're playing music. Yeah. So stuff like that. But you get these ghost cards, and they have funny stories about the ghosts you can meet in the game. So Sounds like there's a lot of writing involved. Yeah, so the same as um, Stick It to the Man, it's really focused on sort of having that comedy side to it. Yeah. So it's really cool. But the game is, um, it only lasts for like six hours, which I think is perfect for that kind of game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't uh, hang around for too long. But yeah, I reckon a four out of five for that. I really enjoyed Stick It to the Man, and I think Flipping Death is awesome as well. So Yeah, cool. And what did you play it on? Uh, PlayStation? PS4. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yep, same as Stick It to the Man. Yeah. Now, the other one that I've played is another fucking, well, Flipping Death's not really a sequel to Stick It to the Man. It's just very similar. But uh, I've been playing a a sequel called Guacamelee 2. Oh, nice. Fuck yeah. Did you play Guacamelee 1? Very briefly. And it seems like it was about a million years ago now. Yeah, it was a while ago. I played it on PS4 and Vita. And the new one, Guacamelee 2, uh, is only on PS4, I think. Possibly PC as well. But, um, yeah, it's Guacamelee again, which is awesome. Because the first one was fucking great. And they just continued that with this one. Cool. Which is awesome. Yeah. So Does it pick up um, where the other one left off? Yeah, so right at the beginning, the first uh, trophy that you get is called... I remember it being harder than that. Because hmm. the first part of the game is the final boss battle of the first game. Oh, yeah. Except it's totally dialed down, so you can beat it really easily. Yeah, because it's at the start. Yeah, That's and good. then it's like, I remember this being harder. But then um, it sort of fast forwards, and you've got a wife and kids, and then you get drawn back into the luchador oh, thing nice. to try and save the world again. Yep. Um, you can sort of teleport between different timelines. Wow. So... For example, um, most of the story is set on the darkest timeline, which is a joke on all of the references to the darkest timeline in the world, you know? Yeah. And, um, but at the same time, so in the first one, there was this little goat man, a man that would sort of um, transform into a goat. And he was sort of your mentor that would look after you and help you learn new abilities and shit. Mm-hmm. So on this one, there's all of those goat people, dudes, from all of the different timelines working together to get you to save the oh, whole yeah, yeah. like time thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, the main enemy is trying to find something that will disrupt all of the timelines and destroy the world, basically, wow. if he gets it. So your mission is to stop him. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's... Very similar to the first one in the mechanics. Fucking fun. Like, seriously, the first game was a masterpiece, I reckon, for a 2D platformer. Yep. And this one continues it to a T. The level design's really fun and interesting. And, um, like, there's a lot of abilities that were in the first one that come back, but then they add some other ones as well. The story, the like, the writing is full of puns and sort of jokes and you know working around the whole mexican theme Mm -hmm. and there there's the obsession with chickens that's in the first one as well so there's fucking chickens everywhere you can turn into a chicken and there's 
entire sections of levels that are like mini chicken platforming areas. <laughs> and then you have special abilities that you can only use when you're a chicken. Like clucking so and laying eggs, awesome. hopefully. Yeah, well, there's a trophy for laying three eggs or something. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But yeah, there's speaking of eggs, there's Easter eggs all throughout the game. Like there'll be same as in the first one, there was like posters on the backgrounds that were references to other games. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, off the top of my head, though, I remember there's a thing in the first, like real early in the game, You, I think it's when you're first discovering the different timelines and you get put into this sort of old school Double Dragon style 2D platformer sort of level. Yep. And there's signs on the wall for like Triple Dragon or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um Riviera City Rampage and shit like that. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of um funny stuff in the game. And the main thing that they've added actually, I nearly fucking forgot, four player co op. Oh nice. So the first game I think um in a patch they added in co op so you could play with two people. I don't think it was in the game at the start, but this one has four player drop in, drop out co op. Oh that's pretty good. And it's just the, really the normal awesome. storyline. You just keep going. Yeah, just as you're playing in the normal storyline, other people can drop in and play it with you. Yeah, nice. Which is awesome. And it's like, as with the first one, it's challenging. It has just the right amount of challenging stuff to it. So it's not a fucking cakewalk, but it's not like smash your friggin' head against the wall mm-hmm. hard. Yep. Which is really good. I mean, it depends on your skill with platformers, I guess. Yeah, true. But um, yeah. It's, I actually it's saw one the other lovely. day. Um, it was on an email and I, I can't remember if the game was called this or if it was um, or if it was like the tagline of the game but it was basically do, die, learn, do again Yeah. and I was like fuck that just sounds like Super Meat Boy or some shit like <laughs> just you know you're inching forward in every level but anyway I digress yeah uh, that's I'm um, like Anyone who's listened to this podcast for a while knows that's exactly the kind of game I'm into. Yes. Yeah. Um, to finish up on Guacamelee 2, I give it five out of five. Oh, definitely. Nice. Like top marks. It's fucking excellent. Boom. But um, the main game that I've been playing recently is Pillars of Eternity, which is the one that I backed on Kickstarter way back. Yeah. From Obsidian Entertainment, who did Baldur's Gate and all of those games. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I talked about it on the podcast previously already, but um, yeah, I've been playing through that again, and it is just so damn good. But there's been a few things where I've been playing it, and uh, like I might go to an area that's a little bit too high level for me because it's the classic kind of RPG where areas difficulties are defined by the level rather than the Your sort of level. Well. These days, games are more sort of, they, you know, they change them based on what your level is yeah, to make it right. everywhere the same sort of difficulty level. Yep. Whereas in the older school games, if you go ahead earlier than you're supposed to. You get to, fucked up. You get fucked up, mm. which was always kind of cool. But it, because it adds another level of challenge to it if you want to. Yeah. Which they so, do, um, they do touch on a couple of times in, in more recent games. Like I do remember the, with Destiny. Remember, every now and again, you'd come across a character that it didn't show you what level they are, and they yeah. would just fucking destroy you. And 
more recently uh, in God of War, I remember coming across a couple of like, um, like in the main area when you when you're on your boat kind of thing, and then you go up oh, onto yeah. the top of those levels, like and you can traverse around. Yeah, you open up like these um, rips kind of thing, these space rips, and then these characters oh, yeah, come out yeah. and just fucked you up. Yeah. And you're like, well, how? Actually, that's what is true. this? How do you do this? And then later on in the game, you fuck them up. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but it, whereas, mm. like in those ones, you tend to just walk away from them because there's yes. not much you can do apart from mash X and hope that you win. Yep. Whereas, uh, say in something like uh, Pillars of Eternity, where it's that strategic RPG, mm. where you can pause the game and you like say okay my wizard's going to cast this spell and the healer's going to cast this and this guy's going to do this and then you unpause it for like five seconds and then you pause it again yep and then um yeah if you fuck it up you you know reload your save try again with a different strategy or be like oh, i knew what i needed to do i should have knocked that guy down so he couldn't cast this yeah. thing or whatever mm-hmm. and um yeah, every time I play a game where I do that, I tend to get caught up in it and I just keep doing it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And Laura's always like, I would have given up ages ago. <laughs> what are you doing? Yep. So, no staying power. Yeah. Um, that's, I just love games like that. Mm. So yeah, Pillars of Eternity, I've been playing a shit ton of and that's a fucking awesome game. Yeah, nice. But that's all the games that I got to talk about and uh, there's a few coming up though yeah that's the thing because that... I haven't really been playing anything either I, uh, I mentioned to you yesterday of uh, there was a the last season of Overwatch just finished so I'd been playing a lot of Overwatch until the season finished and I've had a few days off from that waiting for How'd the new you go? season how was your season um, I did alright uh, it's because there's now two and a bit years of uh, you know, data um, I've played uh, just over 500 hours of actual game time of that one now. Um, that is insane. Yeah, I'm level 530-odd now, something like that. Um, and I have had other... Like, I've bought other copies of the game just to try and reset and start again. But then I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I just lose all of the... To uh, do comp stuff. Yeah, just to level up your comp. Um, but then I get to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm just wasting that experience on that other character so not that it really makes any difference um yeah like you don't get anything better for playing longer and longer but you know um just skins and all that kind of shit but anyway yeah um yeah so i've played a shitload of that uh when i have had the chance to be you know sit down and play a game and the other one because i'm getting keen for uh the new nba 2k yeah yeah. yeah, which we should have, by the time we record next, you should have already played a little bit of it, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to it. Um, the Prelude came out today, um, it was live this morning, so we grabbed that and had a bit of a go of that. You start a, a bit of a story in it, um, Charlie was actually playing it this morning, and you have, um, like the, remember in FIFA there was the journey, they've added something similar. Yeah, so, yeah, well, they had that in um, 2K17, I think, which was like the the Spike Lee fucking story. Yeah, yeah. And in the last one, you know, you like you create your character, you start at a street ball level, uh, you end up getting like a free agent signing kind of deal. Um, yeah. And you work your way up from noob, basically, 
Um, but in this one, yeah, Charlie started out and he was uh, already drafted in the China League. So he was oh, like the sweet. import in a, a China team playing in a local league. Um, yeah. So he's actually already a ball player. So it's just about nice. you know getting yourself noticed and moving your way up, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, a bit different from the previous ones. Yeah, and it, it seems kind of interesting because the... I don't know, the the last prelude looked very similar to the actual release game. Um, but in this, it looks a lot more cartoony. I don't know why. Just the graphic level. We were playing it on the Xbox as well instead of on the um, on the PS4. So there, there may be some slight differences in the consoles. Um, yeah. But uh, you wouldn't know without comparing the versions. Yeah, though, that's right. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm super keen for that. I've uh, you know I've had a couple of games continuing on with my third season, which is when I kind of gave up on on you know, the last two K, and mm. and after you know being so keen for it to come out in the new one, I'm like yeah, I'll pick it up and have a couple of games, and I, I'm just, just a refresher, totally dominating. It's it's really good fun, but it's almost annoying. You know, like I, I get in there and I play a game and I, I will win a game against any team by a minimum of kind of 30 points. And because I, I just know the game so well now and I'm not being yeah, flashy or doing stupid shit. It's just the game is made so well for playing basketball that if you understand how basketball works and you play it like it, it is played on the court, then yeah, you're fucking awesome at it. So, just dominant. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of basketball, actually, um, the the movie Uncle Drew is coming out very soon. So anybody who's into basketball, Uncle Drew is uh, Kyrie Irvin, um, who okay. yeah, he plays for Boston uh, Celtics, and he's like a twenty five, twenty six year old dude. But in the movie, yeah, he's wasn't he, the um, old guy. He was Cleveland, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. And then for a couple moved. of years, and then he moved over to to Boston. But he was mm. awesome because he's an Australian. He was born in Australia until he was like two. Then they moved back to America. But yeah, <laughs> we'll claim we'll him. claim him for sure. But he's yeah. he's a fucking god. That dude, like he is amazing. But in this movie, he's an old dude. It's kind of like um, you remember Johnny Knoxville did uh, the Grandpa movies. Bad Grandpa, yeah kind of like yeah. that but it's about basketball and it's just so he's just going around schooling people uh and he did like there was a whole bunch of youtube shit where he did that and he'd just kind of rock up at basketball courts like you know barely able to walk and then as soon as he got the ball in his hand he'd just fucking completely destroy people on the basketball court um <laughs> and and this is kind of similar but it's really well done it's a, a very very funny movie we've watched it a couple of times already and it's got Shaq in it as an old man as well um, awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. But anyway, getting He's right into basketball legend. because it's uh, you know just so keen for the new 2K. Mm. Yeah, well, the new uh, 2K19 comes out next Friday, and so at the same the same day is the new Spider-Man game for mm. PlayStation Four. Yeah, which we'll also have for the next podcast. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, I think the next one after that. I mean, there's fucking heaps coming after that. We've got 
you know, Fallout and fucking Assassin's Creed and everything's coming. Yeah. But Shadow of the Tomb Raider comes out on the 12th. So they're mm. the next three massive games. Pretty keen for them, actually. That we've got coming. And then obviously Red, Red Dead. Dead. Yeah. Which oh. did drop a Red Dead video since we were recorded. Yeah. And obviously but, that was a big thing that we uh, were pretty excited about. Yeah. Well, they're doing um, their whole um, sort of series of of trailers in the lead up to the game coming out, which are sort of covering different gameplay mechanics. They're more like, not really trailers, but like um, they're kind of like instructional videos about the, all of the shit in the games. Yeah. But um, which was another really well game. Done. Oh yeah, and it's a good idea because the games are fucking massive. Oh, but shit, um, yeah. speaking of. Red Dead Redemption, um, Callan from Game Train Podcast asked me the other day, because uh, the new cyber, Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay footage, which I think was the same gameplay footage they were showing behind closed doors yeah. at E3, yeah. they decided to just release it so that everyone can see where the game's at. And they said, look, this is not the final game. Mm. Um, apparently they've completed the game so that it can be played through from start to finish but fucking anything can change they've still got a ways to go oh yeah there's there's a rumour that uh, they're aiming for a June 2019 release but who the fuck knows and they'll take as long as they need to I'm sure but basically the 48 minute video that they put out looks fucking awesome Mm -hmm. have you watched it? did you watch it Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing I watched a couple of minutes at the start um, yeah, lucky I had you should my, flick through my it boss a bit, key cause... going on at work, so flicked across. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not really, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, you should um, you should watch the whole thing because there's like a lot to it. It's very complex. I mean, it's from the makers of The Witcher Three, so it's mm. just they don't fuck around. Be, yeah, you know that it's going to be awesome. And um, Callan from the Game Train podcast asked me. If you could only have one, which would you choose? Red Dead Redemption or Cyberpunk 2077? And you just slapped him said, in his dirty mouth and said, I want all. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said Cyberpunk out of those two. Wow. Because as good as Red Dead Redemption was and as good as GTA Five was, um, I just there's something about CD Projekt Red mm. with The Witcher 3. And the way that they supported it as well with free DLC, because yeah. like, if you compare them as publishers, GTA Five is the highest grossing game of all time, the highest grossing piece of media of all time. But a fair chunk of that comes from in-game purchases yeah. with GTA Online. Mm-hmm. And CD Projekt Red just don't do that shit. So no, on a level right. of caring about their fans, like obviously Rockstar care about their fans because they put out amazing content, <laughs> but... It's hard I'd to like fucking to think they say, do, but you know, yeah, yeah, it's hard. But yeah. whereas CD Projekt Red, you can see that they do yeah, because they right. released like eighteen free DLCs, mm. and then the DLCs that they, the expansions they released for The Witcher Three were like reasonably priced, but they were long as fuck. And The Witcher Three, like, I want to go back and play it again because it was so fucking good. And I'm sure I know it's, you know pretty fucking reckless to make a dis- make a call on a game when it's not even we don't even have a release date for it mm. but i think cyberpunk 2077 is going to be like game of the fucking decade that's huge mm. i think it's going to be awesome because the witcher 3 depends which decade compares it comes to out it. in i guess yeah well <laughs> if it comes out in 2021 i'll be like fuck <laughs> God, it's gonna hold up for 10 yeah, years exactly 10 years of fucking amazing games coming out on the back of it 
Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, The Witcher 3, nothing compares to it mm. that is available at the moment that I can fucking think of because it's just a great game. And um, yeah, I think Cyberpunk 2077 is going to continue that trend. I think they're... I mean, just from the video that we've seen, it's like fucking awesome. So anyone out there who's even mildly keen for that, you should definitely watch that gameplay trailer. It's 48 minutes, which is a pretty fucking long video yeah, to watch. And that's what turned me away, unfortunately. I will yeah. I will watch it at some stage, but it's one of those kind of things like, fuck, when am I going to have 40 minutes to sit down and watch yeah. a game that's not even going to come out for God knows how long? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, the way it works is it has a narrator who's sort of, as they're playing through, the narrator's telling you, you know, like, oh, this next bit, you're going to see this cool new feature, rah, rah, rah. So it sort of explains shit as it's coming up because there's so much going on. The systems that are in place, even at this like way pre-launch mm. version, there's just so much going on. And um, yeah, it looks fucking awesome. So yeah, I would suggest checking that out. But I mm. think we should probably fucking call it. Yeah. At that. Yeah, I think so. I think it's been a, a nice... Quick update, uh, not a lot of games being played, but uh, you know, we, uh, we had a good chat. So, mm. Well, hopefully we won't take six weeks for the next one. Sorry it took us so long, everyone. Mm. But uh, thanks for sticking in there with us. Yep. Hanging in there with us. Or, or anything with us. <laughs> sticking so. it in. <laughs> and then hopefully taking it out. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that has been this episode, and we hope you've enjoyed it. If you'd like to send us an email, Matt. Podcast at dropbeargaming.com. You can also um, like us on Facebook. Just search for Drop Bear Gaming. At the Instagram. And Instagram. And yeah, leave us a comment on Facebook as well. And then like tell all of your friends about us, please. Mm. That'd be really good. Because we're getting to the business end of this year now, finally. And all the games that we've been keen as fuck for. Bloody oath. Are coming. So there's going to be content coming. Mm-hmm in terms of more podcasts yes <laughs> so keep an eye out um, we will hopefully be back very soon so until then thanks for listening and catch you next time Adios. see you